Welcome, everyone, to the Change Starts Here podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Odom. And this week's episode is one of those short solo episodes. I think we don't want to lose sight of the fact that we need to be in community. We are created to be in community. And this last month, I've been traveling for about six weeks straight. And in three of those weeks, I had the privilege to be one of the hosts of our Leader Me symposiums. And I was blown away by the energy, the love, the creativity that was ignited just being in the presence of others. I'm never surprised. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, if you're listening to this and you're not, if you've never had any exposure to our Leader in Me community, it's a community that consistently blows me away. And I think about the people who are in it, about how inspiring they are, how humble they are, how joy-filled they are. And so that was awesome. I At these symposiums, I went to Tampa, to Las Vegas, to uh, Dallas, ultimately. You know, when I think about it, you know, in Tampa, I got a chance. I work really closely with my Florida team. So just being around my team ignited me. Being in some of the breakout sessions from Westside Elementary School and seeing their wig session and getting folks excited about uh, setting goals and having kids attain goals was incredibly encouraging. The band that we had uh, at, for lunch uh, was a bunch of students was just awesome. I like Maroon 5. They played a lot of older Maroon 5, which I really appreciated. Going to Las Vegas, uh, if you guys don't listen to Molly Garcia's podcast, I think you're missing out. It's a quick teacher's podcast about leader me implementation, but she's such a humble, inspiring person that I would just encourage everyone to make sure that they go listen to. I got a unique opportunity to co-host or co-MC the symposium with her, which was great. Uh, one of the areas that I learned in Vegas that I was really encouraged by is that part of the symposiums, we have these school tour options, which for me is one of the main reasons that I you know, would want to attend a symposium because it's awesome to see what kids are doing, what schools are doing. And unfortunately, in this case, uh, we had to, at the last minute, cancel about 70% of our school visits, which was really hard. And how our coaching team, led by Ashley Caranco, but how our coaching team got together to figure out how to serve the symposium participants was so inspiring. They took it, you know, incredibly seriously, but they also figured out a way to inspire and encourage folks in the midst of a really tough challenge that they had to face. So I was I was really inspired by that. And then also, you know, I got a chance to connect with a, a good friend of mine that I haven't seen in a long time who I used to work in Missouri with um, when she was at Main Street Elementary and now she's at Columbia. And Getting to talk to her and her husband, her colleagues was just something that uh, my soul needed. And it was just awesome to just talk about life, talk about, you know, really serious challenges, like maybe doing something that ends up on Fox News and how tough that can be. But it was just encouraging to know that we're all going through something that we can go through together. And then at Dallas, I was one, Ashley Karanko again, who is the leader of the coaches, which is an awesome co-host. She's so much fun to do this with. But I was blown away there by the students. The student talent was unmatched. And so I had these, you know, third, fourth, sixth graders who, when they would get ready to walk on stage, I talked to them before it was time to come on stage. And they looked about as nervous as anyone could be. And I just thought to myself, oh man, this is going to go south quickly. And within two seconds of walking on the stage, they became phenomenally different people. And it was just encouraging. I, I think 
just to see kids who seem really nervous find their voice as soon as they get in front of a stage of 800 people. I just couldn't imagine being, you know, 10 years old up to, you know, we had a 17 year old or 18 year old uh, addressing a room of 800 people. That would just be so nerve wracking to see them one, have the opportunity to do it, but two, have the um, composure to do it. Well, was just awesome. I was so inspired. And again, it's about being out and being around people. And then my, the last part of my trip, my you know, being gone six weeks, my wife and I, she had a, her own conference in San Diego. So we went and planned a weekend and it was just awesome to be around her, be around some old friends that we have and meet new friends. I just, you know, I, I think it's coming out of COVID, it really, it's really easy for us to get comfortable with just kind of keeping to ourselves. I mean, I think hopefully most of the people that are listening to this podcast are leaders or aspiring to be leaders. And when you're in leadership, you know, you feel like you're on all the time. And so you just want to be off. And I get it. I'm the I'm first person to know that Friday afternoon comes around. I want to unplug with the rest of you. And I'm not saying let's not do that. I just, I'm just reminded that there is power to seeking out conventions or symposiums or conferences of like-minded people. There is power of planning a trip with, in my case, my wife and some friends um, that just rejuvenate your heart and you just have to make it work. And then lastly, uh, just this morning, actually, I wasn't expecting to share this, but I, I have a, a men's group and I'm in town. Unfortunately, I miss it very often right now, but uh, that just kind of holds me accountable and encourages me. And I've had uh, this kind of oversharing moment, but I've had a, a challenge uh, with my father, who I love dearly uh, the last few months, and which is not normal for me. I don't like to have challenges uh, relationally with anybody. But as I think about my three kids, uh, this person challenged me. They said, if we do not transform our pain, we will almost assuredly transmit it. And so for those of you who get to see this podcast, I usually have my three boys right behind me. They are now. And that to me... Um, was just really encouraging of I've got to make sure I deal with any pain, hurt, whatever I have with my father or anybody else so that I don't transmit it. And they challenged me. They said, one of the things that we have to focus on as parents is we must pass along a legacy of healing. And if we don't heal, we hurt our kids. And so this morning, it was just an awesome, encouraging, yet convicting conversation. And it came from me, you know, not many people want to get up really early and then go sit around a group of people to talk about real problems that they have in their life because life's hard enough. Um, and so I even know getting up, I, I like to get up early, so I won't lie about that. That was tough, but getting up and driving, you know, 20 minutes to go to a meeting that I haven't been to in a while, talking about a book that is great, uh, but you know, you're gonna have to talk about some real emotions. Uh, I have to say, I, I, thought about not going a couple of times, but every time I go, it is so encouraging. The guys are so encouraging, but in this case, it was so convicting. If we do not transform our pain, we will most assuredly transmit it. That's something that I'm going to uh, think about for a long time. And then again, we must pass along a legacy of healing uh, to our kids that we work with, but also the kids that we uh, are responsible for as parents. So uh, my goal with this one is to share my heart, but two is to to remind us that we have to be intentional as intentional as we are about seeking silence and living in the wilderness. We have to be as intentional about seeking people, being in community, being known in community. So if I if I wasn't as honest with my group this morning about 
the struggles I was going through, I probably wouldn't have got some of the wisdom that they were ready to share with me that has had me rethink my entire relationship and the way I was going about trying to solve this relationship. And so it it came from the power of being around others. And so I don't think, you know, one is mutually exclusive. So I still want us and I still know I need to fight for silence and go to the wilderness. But at the same time, I need to find that balance where I am seeking to be in community. I'm seeking to be known um, and to love and serve others. So uh, hopefully, you know, these thoughts resonate with you as something that has been on my heart for the six weeks I've been traveling. I didn't think I would have something that would happen this morning I'd want to share with you, but it definitely transformed the way I want to go solve uh, my personal relationships and leave for my kids and lead the kids in my life. And so hope it was helpful to you. Again, as always, if you're a subscriber, thank you for subscribing. If you are not a subscriber, please subscribe, as well as the most important part to me is if there's anything in this podcast that you think can provide healing or encouragement to others in your life, please forward it to them. You know, I, I'm trying to get better at uh, shortening our episodes. I say that, and there's going to be a Brad Montague episode coming out in a couple of weeks. It's probably pretty long, but I just kind of geeked out with them. And I'll do my best to keep this as short as possible just for you all and the time limits that you have. But um, the goal is just to be as encouraging, uplifting as possible. So thank you all for listening. Appreciate your support. And uh, we'll see you next week. Please support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel, uh, podcasts on Apple or Spotify, and help us celebrate the beautiful, messy work of shaping human potential.